It's another Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast with Bill Klaproth. Lung cancer is the most common cause of cancer-related death for men and women, outnumbering colon, breast, and prostate cancers combined. Here to talk with us about lung cancer, risk factors, screening, and treatment is Dr. Gaurav Singh, Medical Director of the Cancer Institute and Chief of Radiation Oncology at Dignity Health and St. Joseph's Medical Center in Stockton. Dr. Singh, thank you for your time. So who is most at risk for lung cancer? Hi, Bill. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, in general, uh, 90% of our lung cancer cases that we see are related to people who smoke or have uh, significant exposure to secondhand um, smoking. Uh, we do see a, a, a fair amount of patients that have exposure to asbestos, which can also cause cancer. So that secondhand smoke, that uh, really is problematic as well. Absolutely. We know that uh, not only does direct smoking, but those that have family members in the household that heavily smoke can also create a higher risk of developing lung cancer in that population as well. So is it true that if you were or are a heavy smoker, you could possibly be living with lung cancer and be unaware of it? Yes. Um, most times lung cancer starts off as a small cancer in the lung, which does not cause any symptoms, and patients may be unaware of that. Um, it is usually when the symptoms arise that when the cancer is when the cancer is detected. Um, however, at that point, patients who have symptoms from lung cancer usually present with advanced stage three or four disease. So what are the signs and symptoms of lung cancer? Generally, we uh, see patients that have lung cancer, they develop a cough early on, uh, possibly some shortness of breath. Uh, they are at risk of having a pneumonia related to the cancer. Uh, they could also be coughing up blood uh, or have uh, unexplained weight loss over the past few months. So if someone is experiencing these symptoms, when is it time to see the doctor? Certainly when the symptoms arise, um, uh, patients should seek medical care immediately. Uh, but I would say more importantly, if, if you are a smoker, um, uh, patients should visit uh, the doctor uh, regularly and to, to and to determine whether they're candidates for lung cancer screening in an effort to detect the lung cancer prior to developing symptomatic lung cancer. So let's talk about screening. You just mentioned that. How important is the screening and how and when should someone get screened? Sure. Uh, we, we believe uh, lung cancer screening is very important um, as it will help us detect lung cancer at an earlier stage where we feel we have a better chance of cure. Uh, studies have shown that lung cancer screening reduces the risk of dying from lung cancer by approximately 15%, which is significant in our oncology world. Um, patients can ask their primary care doctor about lung cancer screening programs uh, to determine if they qualify. And if they do qualify, then uh, the patients can be enrolled in a lung cancer screening program that typically offers a yearly low-dose CT scan of the chest to detect um, early signs of lung cancer. Uh, we do have a program here at St. Joseph's Cancer Center in Stockton, and most cancer centers and other geographical areas will have a program or at least have access to one in which the patients can inquire. So like we undergo a colonoscopy for colon cancer, for a smoker, should these types of screenings be mandatory or guidelines? Like when you hit a certain age, make sure you go in for your lung cancer screening. Absolutely. Uh, we do have data that supports uh, screening patients as early as age 50 uh, who have a significant past smoking history or, or are current smokers. 
Um, a significant smoking history generally implies a 20-pack year smoking history or more. Wow. Okay. That's very interesting. And then when it comes time for diagnosis, how do you diagnose lung cancer generally? There's many ways we can diagnose lung cancer, but usually the course of events in diagnosing lung cancer starts off with a CT scan related to possibly uh, some symptoms that the patient is complaining about. The CT scan typically will then uh, demonstrate an abnormality in the lung, which can be biopsied with a needle. Once the biopsy is performed, uh, we then have the pathologic diagnosis of lung cancer, which then uh, we take that information and then go on to staging of the disease. And, and staging is important, obviously, because that will dictate how um, the patient will do prognostically and also uh, what would be the best treatment options for the patient. Typically for staging, we uh, conduct a pet, whole body PET scan and, and or a mediastinoscopy which is a surgical procedure which samples the lymph nodes in the center of the chest to determine whether the lung cancer has spread to the lymph nodes as part of the staging process. So through that staging, you come up with treatment options. So then what are the general treatment options for someone who has lung cancer? Good question. It's highly variable dependent on the stage. Uh, for example, stage one disease, when it's early stage, um, the mainstay is surgical uh, resection or surgical removal of the tumor. However, there are some patients that have, that have had a heavy smoking history that have poor lung function and may not be eligible for surgery. Uh, there are alternatives that are non-invasive, such as stereotactic ablative body radiotherapy, which is a form of radiation therapy that's precisely applied to the lung tumor with a high dose of radiation in as short as three or two, three to five treatments, which offers equivalent results as, uh, as, surgery, as surgery. That's solely for stage one and maybe some early stage two disease. However, for stage two and going forward, uh, uh, stage two, uh, higher stage two and early stage three, surgery is still the main option. However, uh, radiation may be employed along with chemotherapy prior to surgery in an effort to shrink the tumor down, making it more amenable to surgical resection. When we get to higher stage three or even four, then really chemoradiation is the main option. Surgery plays less of a role unless it's for palliation. And stage four, typically um, where there's widespread metastases beyond the uh, area of origination, chemotherapy is the first line option. So it really is important to um, not only gauge the performance status of the patient, how, how healthy they are outside of the cancer, but also to properly stage them prior to making the treatment recommendation. As you can see, there are many treatment options available um, that would be uh, determined uh, to be appropriate for uh, each stage of disease. So with advances in medicine, has the overall prognosis improved for someone with lung cancer? I think overall, um, unfortunately, we still, 70% of the patients that we uh, diagnose with lung cancer have advanced stage three or four disease, and we're still looking at um, overall survival rates or cure rates in the 30 to 40% range, which really hasn't changed dramatically um, over the last 10, 15 years. However, now with the um, data showing that lung cancer screening can be quite effective at det detecting uh, cancer at an earlier stage, uh, we're optimistic that uh, if we detect patients at these earlier stages that we can uh, increase the cure rate overall for lung cancer where we have 
more more treatment options and better treatment options for early stage disease compared to advanced stage disease. The field of uh, of uh, lung cancer treatment and oncology is advancing. Uh, we're making strides um, with uh, advances in our research, and we're hope, hopeful that we can um, better help advanced stage disease as well in the future. So it sounds like early detection is key. And if you could wrap it up for us, Dr. Singh, can you tell us how we can keep our lungs healthy and why we shouldn't be smoking? Sure. Uh, well, I, I would say keeping lungs healthy, um, uh, one way to do it would be uh, exercising regularly and eating a healthy diet as uh, would keep all your organs healthy for that matter. And smoking, uh, we know uh, from uh, studies that were done in the 50s and 1950s and 60s onward that carries an increased risk of uh, developing lung cancer, and um, it's something that we can prevent um, uh, by abstaining from smoking uh, and, and as a community to encourage others to quit smoking because the risk is so high of, of developing lung cancer in that population. Really good message and good information, and don't smoke. You just said it, the best preventative medicine for lung cancer? Don't smoke. That makes sense. So if you are a smoker, please get into a program and quit smoking. Dr. Singh, thank you so much for your time. And for more information, please visit stjosephscares.org slash lung screening. That's stjosephscares.org slash lung screening. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health Podcast. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.